to a special episode, quarantine edition of the Sky and Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. <laughs> and I'm Haley. Is that where I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have practiced. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we'll do one we're, again. We're, no, it's perfect. We're on a, <laughs> we're on a Skype call. Um, where, where are you right now? I am. Um, I'm at my home here in Charlotte. Um, I am in my home office that is now the Scopop headquarters, basically. So where is that usually? We work out of uh, Hugo West off Fremont Road. You guys have a pretty big space there, right? Like, uh, it's like right in the front. Yeah, that's where the podcast studio is. Yeah, Yeah, that's where we usually record. Oh, nice. Yeah, you probably pass our office every time you go record. We are right there up front. One time I creeped on a list you had on the board. I looked at it through the window. And all I know is it said Katie Levin's on it. And I was like, Ooh. I was really pumped about that. I don't know. I don't think that ever happened, though, did it? Um, no, we, we we have exchanged a few emails. But I know what list you're talking about. That was recently. I probably shouldn't have said that. That was That's really okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm mostly impressed because I'm trying to think through what angle you had to be looking through the window at to be able to see the board. There's anything you need to know about Yvonne, yeah. she is a creeper. I'm a creeper. I like you guys already. This is so fun. <laughs> I can do like a deep internet dive. I can look through yeah. windows, like casual, you know, old school style. Like anyway, you know, I can. I oh, can I love speak. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I, all, all for it. So how is it working at home in quarantine and managing? Because you have an office in Charlotte and Raleigh. Is that it? We, um, so we've been doing uh, in-person classes in Charlotte, Raleigh, Greenville, Nashville, and Atlanta. Um, We don't have formal offices in all those places. We have a pretty lightweight part-time team that helps make it happen. Um, But obviously now everything's kind of on shutdown. So we are um, it's been a big, big transition. So who's doing remote classes? Is it all of those locations? So that's a good question. Um, not kind of not. So we have students from all of those locations. Um, we have a few of our teachers from other cities. It's been kind of a, a slow, um, a, a gradual building process, getting people onto our new platform. Um, and um, and then our team, our distributed team, I would say it's just a handful of people kind of getting it up and running. So how did you put the word out to your instructors? Did you just say, hey, like who feels comfortable or did people come to you and, and volunteer? How did you guys get that going? Yeah, I feel um, I feel like I should back up and even say what Skillpop is. Would that be helpful? Yeah, well, we were. Yeah, we can we can dive into that. Okay. Let's start, start at the beginning in case you yeah. don't know. Yeah. So what we, Haley does with Skillpop. Let's talk. Yeah. about. Um, so we've done, and I, cause I don't, I never like take for granted whether or not people have heard of us. Um, but we've been doing in-person classes here, you know, a lot here in Charlotte for about four and a half years. So started in Charlotte, have grown, um, a, quite a bit here. And then like we were saying, expanded to all of those locations. So obviously with everything going on with the coronavirus, ev- you know, everything we do was just totally shut down. We canceled all of our classes back in, um, mid-May around the 13th or 15th. Um, so, you know, to get to your question of like, how did that happen? How do we start onboarding teachers and figuring out, okay, are we going to use our Nashville team? Are we going to use our Raleigh? Like who's going to be a part of this? You know, it was a combination of things. Um, I think the first thing was just who, like what classes will even translate to online. Um, it has felt like I am 
it's just felt like we're starting a new business over again. You know, like there's a lot that we're doing that's the same, but we basically went from an in-person events company to being an online education company. You know, it feels, it's been a big transition. So it just started with, okay, if we're figuring out all these new variables, what are the classes that can even happen online? Um, Some of those. So it's been a lot of things like mobile photography, blogging, um, some of our finance classes. Um, you know, the, the very first few that we brought on were kind of your straight and simple and straightforward, like, uh, teacher presentation style. You know, we have a lot of classes that are super hands-on where you're making pie dough from scratch or you're touring a farm or you're playing the ukulele. And so we started with kind of the simple ones. Um, we have an intro to the Enneagram class. That one's been really good. Some home decorating stuff. And then over the last four to six weeks, as we've been kind of getting a little more comfortable with the platform, we started playing here and there with um, some of the more hands-on classes. So, you know, we did our ukulele class on Zoom a few weeks ago, and that was just like kind of cool and different. Um, Are they all on Zoom? Or are you letting the instructors I'm pick? not the instructor for the ukulele class. No, no kidding. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, most of the classes we're using a one-to-many video platform. So we're doing a few on Zoom, but for most of them, you know, if you're a student, you're logging in, you're chatting, you're asking questions, but you're not having to worry about being on video. Yeah. So I know Christy Beth is one of your instructors, right? She's a good friend. Yeah, of we love Christy. Podcast. Yeah, so right. her classes are great. So I know that she's been one of the ones you started with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Chrissy, Chrissy and I have a funny um, backstory. So, and this is not something that I a lot of people know. So I'm giving you guys oh. a good scoop. Sky being exclusive. <laughs> Sky being exclusive. I love it. Um, so Chrissy and I actually met. Um, we were trying to figure it out the other day. We think like, okay, Skill Pop started in 2015. I think Chrissy and I met either 2013 or 2014. Um, I used to have like a tiny little blog right when I was finishing college and first moved here. And it was mostly like, you know, my mom read it and like, my Facebook friends. <laughs> That's, um, but, That's more than who reads. Yeah. So. And we're like six years in. So yeah. <laughs> well, Chrissy and I met because she was, you know, in the like Charlotte blogging scene. And so we, um, I think the first time we met in person, we like, you know, read each other's blogs. And then I think met at a, we love, um, we love Charlotte event back in probably 2014. Um, so it's been cool to just like have, I mean, she was one of the first people I knew when I moved here, and it's been cool to stay connected and have her teach so much with us. Yeah, she teaches, you know, what six classes with you guys or something? It's a oh, tough- something insane. Yeah, she teaches Instagram, she teaches mobile photography, blogging basics, monetizing your blog, and food photography. I think so. That's five. I totally could be forgetting one. That's there amazing. Could be one in there. Yeah. yeah, she's prolific over there at Skillpop. So yeah, she's. Uh, she's- I didn't know you had the Enneagram, intro to the Enneagram. I need to take that one. So okay. I've only taken one skill. Okay. And it was cross-stitch. And all Weird, of my friends, yeah, so all of my friends really took to it. Like everyone, like all around me, like the instructor was wonderful. And like I started yeah. her on Instagram. She was really great and nice. But like, I don't know, everyone was just getting it. And I was like, not picking up on it. <laughs> And then I like took it home and I was still not happening. And I don't know, I gave it, I tried like four or five times and then I, I threw it away not too long ago. I was like, oh. you know what? It was my Charlotte skyline and I, yeah, yeah this is never going to happen. Yeah. You know, I know that exact class you're talking about, Yvonne. I, I feel like skill pop is just as good for 
discovering hobbies that you love as it is for discovering like things that you never want to do again. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, like one night, 30 bucks is fine. (laughs) This is not for me. And I never have to wonder now. (laughs) Yeah. And you're not signed up for like an eight week course, figuring that out. Like it was an hour and a half. You're fine. I think that might've been part of the problem was that I looked at it more of like a social thing, you know, cause I went with my girlfriends and I was like, you know, I don't even, we didn't have wine or anything. We were at the whole foods one, but I was just like talking to them and catching up. And then like, I noticed that everyone else was really focused yeah. on what we were doing. And I'm like, guys, why so serious? So anyway, it yeah. is a really good thing to just kind of go and have a good girls night. Oh, yeah. that's really fun. That's so, very cool. Yeah. Um, so when you, let's talk about how you started. So it was 2015, right? Um, yeah. So what were you doing? You had recently graduated, right? But there was some time in between, right? Yeah. So I, I moved here for my first job out of college. Um, I was a mechanical engineering undergrad and moved here to do like product development for wow. a consumer products company. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I will always be like grateful, I think, for the first couple years of my career, but kind of probably similar to you and cross stitch. I got there and I was like, hmm, this isn't for me. <laughs> it's not what I expected. This is not yeah, you know, so I and probably a big company. Yeah, yeah. I was new old um rubber made up in Huntersville. Oh wow. and yeah, I mean met just met some incredible people there and I think got really I mean, super real world experience and got to do some cool things at the company. But, you know, I, I think I I studied um, engineering, partly from a lot of, uh, gentle, friendly parental pressure of lovely parents who are paying for my education and, um, and kind of thought like engineers can be creative, you know, you're like inventing things, you're solving problems. Um, and when I got in, you know, it was, it's really the, I, I knew I loved that part of it. I loved like solving problems and, and coming up. I, I love just always loved the early stage of things. Um, but like the day-to-day life of an engineer is not always, it's not really the early stage of things. You're doing like the technical requirements for the product to fit in the mold and get, um, get out the door. You know, you're kind of brought in a little bit later. So it it just wasn't the, it wasn't the long-term fit for me. So I was there for a couple of years, um, left and joined a startup and did project management. And it was while I was there that I started, um, working on the idea for skill pop. Um, a lot of it came out of a need that I just had, you know, I'd moved here really not knowing a soul. And so kind of had those years in my early twenties where I was figuring out, okay, how do you meet people? What do you do after work besides just, you know, happy hour with your coworkers and go to the gym, watch Netflix, whatever. Um, so I started going to a lot of events like we love Charlotte where I met Chrissy and, um, and saw a lot of people kind of looking for the same things. And that's where skill pop came from. So was there a model of this in another city or did it really just come to you organically? Um, you know, there, there were, there was not a model that I found or saw in another city. Um, I think it started, you know, as I think back to that summer, I spent from June to September or so, um, writing the business plan and workshopping it, talking to friends about how they found hobbies and, and skills and met people. Um, and I think the thing that I just kept coming back to is, you know, how could, how would it be easier to take classes? I think learning and community are so naturally intertwined. You know, when you think about how you learn growing up, it's always with other people and you're meeting your best friends in class and kind of bonding over those shared experiences. Um, so that's, 
that's what was kind of my gravitational pull was how can, what would learning look like to be really easy in, um, in adulthood? Um, and yeah, as far as the, the model, you know, I looked, I did a lot of research for what was out there. Um, I looked at subscription models. I looked at online learning, which of course was not what we're doing then, but it's what we're doing now. Um, and, and just kind of started simple with, you know, let's, let's put a few classes out there um, and charge per class, see how they do and so build it there, at a time. Was there a first class that you, that like you had an idea of something you wanted to do? You were like, you know, when you were. Building? Yeah. Um, the first class, it was maybe part what I wanted to do and it was part what I could like afford to host. So I did the first class for free just to test the concept. It was hand lettering basics that oh. turned into one of our really popular ones for a yeah. few years. Yeah. Um, and the woman that taught it, she still teaches with us. Her name's Kaylee Olson. I found her, um, through my realtor, which is just one of my favorite stories. I was part of my research for SkillPop. I met with every small business owner I knew. And so that was like my wedding photographer, my friend that was a DJ, my realtor. Um, and so I was having lunch with my realtor and I, I we were just kind of talking it through. I was telling her about the idea, getting her feedback. Um, and I said, you know, I think I just need to do a class to see like how, what it feels like. And if it feels as good in real life as it does in my head. And I said something offhand, like, so like, I think hand lettering would be cool. Let me know if you know anyone. Um, and she did. So she connected me with this woman named Kaylee and we had coffee at Amelie's and I just, we didn't even have the name skill pop yet, but I just pitched her on the concept and, um, and she taught our first class and she did a really great job. That's awesome. So how did you come up with the name Skill Pop? Because it is such a good name. Oh, thanks. Um, Scallion Pancake was taken. Yeah. So. <laughs> Too late. As was Dragon Slayer 69. That's how we got to Scallion Pancake. So I want to hear this. I want to hear where your name came from, but I'll share where Skill Pop came from. Um, so let's see. It. Well, I'm trying to think of when I started brainstorming for names. Like I had a note on my phone with all the kind of all the contenders, but and this guys, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I promise this is like the real story. Um, my college best friend was in town. And so this was maybe August or so before we launched in September, I was starting to, you know, I'm, I'm like about ready to get a website up and I, and we have our first classes planned and she, um, she was in town for work and asked if she could come over. And I said, yes, but we're going to like, I have to figure out a name for this business. So if you come over, that's what we're going to do. And so we, um, had a couple of sheets. I mean, it does sound so cheesy, but this is what happened. We had a couple of sheets of poster board and magazines and we were just like vision boarding it, like just Hello. kind of talking and catching up and flipping through magazines. And, and I was pulling out, like, I was trying to get a feel, like what do I want it to feel like, you know? So I was pulling out like the, the pictures and the color schemes and the font that, that felt like this brand that I wanted to get out there. Um, and so we're, you know, we're brainstorming names that that could work, you know, variations on things that are related to learning or classes. And, um, anyway, and so I flipped to this page and there was this huge, huge ad for the Boston pops and pop was in like a neon yellow. And that's just, I was like, that's what I want it to feel. It was just like fresh and crisp and bold. I was like, that's what I want it to feel like. And so we put together skill pop. Um, my husband did not like the name. 
my friends didn't like I had plenty of people who were like nah, I don't know if that's good you should keep trying no it's perfect because it's descriptive and it's fun and it's like what you said it kind of like it has an excitement to it and it's like a modern I it's... let it go yeah it just once it once they got that I was like ah, oh, this is it this is it yeah so you came up with the name and the concept entirely by yourself like I was waiting for you to say like you've outsourced some of this did you do the logo yourself too or no you I did not do the logo <laughs> no and I mean you, I can't even say entirely by myself because if you had known me in the summer of 2015, I would have like talked your ear off about this. You know, I was You're crowdsourcing. I was, getting, I was <laughs> yeah, I was getting feedback and I was getting thoughts and um and all of that. So it was definitely a labor of love. Um, now the logo was a good friend of ours, of my husband and I, um, here in town, um, who's a designer, and we were we were just like sketching out some concepts and he offered to help with it. Yeah. Well, Jason also vision boarded the name Scallion Pancake. So oddly enough, do you want to talk? I think I'm like, my anger is subsiding. So I'm going to let him speak a little. Oh, so great. Share. Do I have permission? You have permission. But just <laughs> until, for a short period of time. <laughs> I forgot how to speak. Um, <laughs> yeah, Scallion Pancake just, it came because the first thousand names I wanted for my Instagram were taken. Uh, it's really that- boring. He just like mashed up. Well, he liked sky and pancakes. He but liked, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want a number. Yeah. I didn't want like a space. So I just kept oh, on going yeah. through and going through and going through, and then. And then and we was, were naming the blog, and then I don't know. He already had that Instagram handle. Yeah, it's hard to get a good <laughs> so Instagram handle. We were like, that'll do. It's a food. <laughs> that is the part of the story that I left out. I mean, that's the hardest part about names is getting a URL or an Instagram. Yeah, was it you can have the best name. So the URL was. Yeah. The Instagram was not. Um, so we were Skillpop CLT for the first few years. And I messaged the woman who had Skillpop had like two cat photos and nothing else on the account. Why and she so I, that? I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I messaged her um, and she messaged back maybe a year later. And, and gave <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we did, have Sky and Pancake for everything except for Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like one girl in Brooklyn who like I message every once in a while and I'm like hey can we have this and she hasn't responded back yet yeah so we did you get it for free on the Instagram handle mm-hmm. she just gave it up yep active goodwill wow. good, yeah. people. good people <laughs> yeah it was really nice <laughs> she would have been like it's yours for one million dollars <laughs> yeah then wow. we would still be a scope pop CLT <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're like, I, we don't need it that much yeah <laughs> So how did you, so you started with the hand lettering. Um, like, how did you know? Like, I guess I'm done talking. Yeah, that's it for you, Jason. Okay. <laughs> so how do you know it was time to expand into the into other cities? Like, what made you want to take that leap? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, so I went to school at NC State. And so from pretty early days of doing classes here, uh, you know, this time a lot of my friends and network were still in Raleigh. And so I was hearing from them pretty early on, like, could you bring this to Raleigh? We would love to take classes, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so that seed was just planted early, you know, because I had that network there. And so we, um, I started, I hired my first employee in the spring of 2016. Then we opened in Raleigh that fall. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty quick. Um, but I think it just, I, I felt like we were doing something, um, special that I wasn't seeing, especially at the time, there weren't a lot of, a ton of workshops happening. And so I felt like, why not, you know, why not try and get this out to more people? Um, And so I would say the in-person stuff, you know, for the last, 
um, for those first couple of years, it definitely felt like a balancing act of, and probably every small business goes through this of just figuring out when do you, you know, really, um, push the gas and try and try and grow and try and scale. And then when do you pull back a little bit and, and make sure you're doing it sustainably and doing it well. Um, and I, you know, you just kind of have to figure it out for yourself, but that was, I'm rambling now. Um, but yeah, that's, that's when we started in Raleigh. Is there one city that's the most popular? Is that Charlotte still or? Yeah, it's, I mean, I think there's a real, I think the hometown advantage is a real thing. And so, um, yeah, Charlotte has always been our biggest, our biggest market. And I think a lot of that is just because we, we started here, we've been here the longest. Um, I really feel pretty strongly that, um, that it's just been a kind of a cool and special time in Charlotte the last few years, you know, a lot of really exciting things have, I think we're all seeing the city kind of come to life. Um, and, and so I, I think we've gotten a lot of momentum because of that. Yeah. So many young people who want to make friends when they move here. I just feel like it's the perfect place for it. Yeah. So what's the weirdest class you guys do? Oh, my, um, my go-to example. I'm trying to think if I want to use a new one, but I'll, I'll use my fallback. Um, we, it's, it's one of the weirdest and my favorite. It's our backyard chickens class with Renfro farms down in Matthews. Um, and I'm so sad because we can't have it this year. Like we just missed it. We just missed it because of everything. Heard, like because of COVID, there's a lot of people trying to raise some chickens in their back. Yeah. So it's really timely. It it really is. I wish we could have the class. Maybe we can get an online version up. But you we do it once a year. So we do it once a year, maybe okay. twice. But it's like we do it when, um, when the chicks get shipped to the hardware store. <laughs> like it's very. I'm you guys. I learn about so many things that I never knew about. But you ship them to the hardware store. Yeah. So Renfro Farm and Hardware Store is this amazing little place down in Matthews, and you can buy baby chicks there to raise backyard chickens. But baby chicks are only shipped at certain times of year. So it's usually like around Easter weekend, you know, April, April time. So really the time from that we are right now. Um, so we time the class to line up with that so that you can learn about the how to raise chickens and then order your chicks and go pick them up. So but no you, obligation if you go to the class. No obligation. No <laughs> obligation. But I'll tell you why it's the weirdest and my favorite is because that class, you know, like you came to Cross Stitch and it probably started out with some kind of like really chill icebreaker, like say your name and why you want to take this class a lot of things will start out like that this class starts they pass around a live chicken oh my gosh and they say if you want to raise chickens like you have to try you have to go hold yeah but they pass around a whole like a full-size one like a full-size mama hen gets passed around i think would you do that i think jason would be out right then and there i've I've (laughs) held a chicken really yeah I can't speak about it legally on this <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> that's awesome though. I want to really know cool. when you're starting your business, what was, cause you've never run a business before. What was your biggest surprise? Like when you're first starting that you didn't know that you needed that maybe you needed a skill pop for. Oh geez. Um, oh, that is hard. I biggest surprise. I think, um, probably it has all been around um, team stuff and leadership, I think is, is the thing for me. I don't know if I can nail down, probably the surprise is just how much work it is to run a team well and how much work it is to communicate well. 
because I think that's an easy thing to take for granted and probably something that I took for granted when I was um, an employee other places was, you know, like every everyone has good bosses and bad bosses, but you don't spend that much time thinking about like what makes a difference, I guess. Um, and so that was the thing that I felt like I've, I've had to work the hardest to try and figure out as to how, how to be a good leader. Um, well, people come to you like all day long with questions, I'm sure. Right. Or even like disputes and. I mean, we're, yeah, we're just a small team. My, um, I have three people full time is like, that's who Skillpop is. It's four people, including me full time. And then a part-time staff of about, um, it was, we've had 40, you know, doing all the in-person stuff. Um, so yeah, we've, we definitely have some leadership classes now. (laughs) I have signed up for all of them. Who teaches those? Uh, Blair Primus of Ortho Carolina teaches them. And then Sarah Olin who runs um, a life coaching business here in town. She's uh, married to Matt Olin, who does Creative Morning. Sarah, power couple. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it, we talk about that a lot because, yeah, like Jason has a business and he's a boss and like, I'm lucky to have a really good boss and like, I'm, I'm very aware of it. Sort of like what you were saying, like, because I was a teacher before, so I didn't really mm-hmm. have like, it wasn't like, you know, you don't have a boss like that. Yeah. Like your principal is your boss, but like he doesn't yeah. like, it's not like that kind of coaching relationship. Yeah. So now that I have a good boss. I like, I realize I'm like, this is like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I depend on that so much. And it's the, really the difference between like loving a job and staying at a job and, and going. Oh, it makes or breaks everything. It really does. And I wouldn't, and that pressure as the person like mm-hmm. that you, responsibility that you, you both have, like, I don't know if I could do that. I mean, it's not really a natural skill. I don't think for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, I haven't thought about it this way, but especially coming from engineering, I mean, my, my education was all very like, like you do this and this happens, you know, like it was math and physics and like rules and there's so much nuance with communication that it's not like the plug in x and you get y kind of thing yeah and like yeah you you need to like kind of have the warm fuzzy without being too warm and fuzzy right like when it yeah. comes to being a boss like yeah you have to like kind of like emotional landmines <laughs> i feel yeah like. oh man i feel like that's the title of a book emotional yeah. <laughs> being a great boss <laughs> yeah no that's really cool yeah um so you guys do like it's really everything from like the super hands-on stuff to like very conceptual, you know, course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of put it into three buckets. Um, a lot of creative DIY crafts and hobbies, you know, it's like that cross stitch watercolor hand lettering, um, a lot of business development, you know, that's like, and, and you, Jason, you said something about like, what were the classes I needed a skill pop for? I mean, I did not have a business degree, so I learned marketing in a skill pop class. <laughs> I, I really like, I've sat in the back of so many, so many classes and just took notes and um and learned from the people that were around me but uh, you know social media graphic design all those kinds of things and then we do a lot of personal development type classes too like um right now there are things like budgeting and gardening um but just those life skills that you know kind of need a bucket all on their own so what's been have you had a really surprising you know attendee experience has anyone reached out to you with something either like positive, negative, wacky, like after the class to like give you feedback or? Oh, all the time. Like we, I think that's the fun and crazy thing about, and maybe the other surprising thing is so many, if you run a business, you're, I mean, so many things just dial down to, you're just working with people. And so you have the stories that come from working with people. Um, yeah, we've had, 
Um, we've had people make friends in classes. We've probably the craziest is um, I helped, and this is someone that I, I knew from a previous job, but I helped someone um, propose to their girlfriend by faking a skill pop class. Because, Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> she had, um, this is an old coworker of mine, his girlfriend you know, moved here to be with him and, and skill pop is like what she did. You know, she moved here from Detroit and this, like, she just came to skill pop classes. And so, yeah, we, um, we helped him with his engagement. We faked a class so for what, her. To what was the fake class? Yeah. What was the topic? So it took, oh man, it took a lot of, um, we had to figure out like, how do we, you know, not make it obvious and how do we make sure she's like, Dress up and cute and register. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we um, we sent an email and said, like, hey, we are running a beta of our new and improved Instagram class. We would love for you to be one of the first students to try it out. And we got one of her friends who came to – she actually met her friend in a school pop class. Um, we got one of her friends in on it to text her and be like, oh, we should try it. We should do this together. And so they um, signed up, and we did it at Camp North End. And she got to class and I was there like in a skill pop t-shirt ready to check her in. And I said like, Oh, well class is just down that way. And then, you know, how'd, how'd you guys get her cute? How'd you get her to dress up for the skill? We pop? said there was going to be a photo shoot component because That's, it was Instagram. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Sky, you guys are brilliant. Yeah, no, it was the most fun, like side project. Oh, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> somehow you would have. <laughs> so where, so the classes can be, you know, as far as in Charlotte, so like they can be on location at the business. Um, I know you guys do classes at Whole Foods because that's where I took mine. Yeah. Um, Camp North End, is that like a common place now? We've just done a couple there. Yeah, you know, when we've, the in-person stuff that we've done, it's mostly, I would say, co-working spaces, breweries, and retail. So we do a ton at, you know, Huga, Advent co-working, the spaces around town. Um, we've worked a lot with like Catawba Brewing, um, you know, we do a ton of classes at Swoozie's and South Park and mm-hmm. yeah, Whole Foods. Um, so it's, it, but I mean, it is, that's been kind of a fun thing too, is, is seeing all the different, I mean, we've done classes on a farm and in office buildings and um, all kinds of places. So what's the most popular class right now? I'm sure that's changed right over the years, but. Um, yeah. So right now, you know, if we're talking like. Well, I guess pre-quarantine and post-quarantine. Okay. Pre-quarantine and post-quarantine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So. February um, and then now. <laughs> yeah, two different worlds, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, pre-quarantine, it was probably cookie decorating. Um, that's been that's been a really a really popular one for a while, and just in every city, like people are just crazy for it. Um, I mean, hand littering has been kind of one of our tried and true classes for a long time, and watercolors the same way. Um, and then the seasonal stuff too, like gardening every year is always really popular. Um, post quarantine, you know, we are now doing all of our classes online and we're calling it skill pop anywhere. So you can take classes anywhere or from anywhere. Um, probably our mobile photography class that Chrissy teaches. Um, that one's been really, and I think it's just, it's such an accessible skill. You know, everyone wants to take better pictures with their phone. Um, and then the other one that's been a lot of fun is the home decorating class. And I mean, we're all, like we're all at home right now all the time, right? Yeah. So everyone's looking at that weird wall that they can't stand or that corner that they don't know what to do with. Um, so that's been that's been a fun thing to kind of connect over. How does that instructor handle that class? Is it 
like a PowerPoint? Are they walking around their own house? <laughs> yeah, it's a PowerPoint. Um, so this instructor, her name's Casey. She's really fantastic. Um, she lived in Charlotte for for a while. I met when she was here, and she's since moved to outside the Pittsburgh area. Um, it is just it's just super practical. It's like jam packed with um, a ton of home decorating and style secrets. She walks you through kind of like eight general rules of, you know, things about like balance and scale and choosing a color palette. Um, and she does a lot of kind of like real time, um, examples, uh, you know, just using pictures from people's homes, like of designers on Instagram. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's like, it's good. It's good. Jason could probably teach that class. He's very good at home decorating. I'll say that. It's one of my. <laughs> it's one my, of his finest skills. It's one of my few skills. <laughs> I want to know. Jason, I was just gonna say, I feel like you're gonna be our new like spokesperson. Like you played the ukulele on the way in. You're secretly great at home decorating. Like. I could teach one class. He's held a it, chicken. It would be yeah. I have He's held a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have have you? Do you have a class of how to kill a beef kosher? So it's kosher. <laughs> no, we do not have that class. Okay. That might, I could make You got me. Um, <laughs> I want to know what's a class that just didn't work that you thought was going to be popular. And oh, just... no. I don't know if I can answer that because I, at the end of the day, even though it's my company, it's always someone else's topic that they're putting out there. You should yeah. say the instructor and why they failed. <laughs> no. Say it was their no, own. I can't do that. Not even the topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been things that we hoped, you know, hoped people would get more excited about um, and would have sold more. Um, and I probably could come up with an example if I tried hard enough, but I think I'm going to, do I get a pass card? You don't want to make it weird. (laughs) The world's already sad enough. Yeah. So what, as a small business owner in quarantine, as someone who has managed to successfully pivot, you know, do you have any advice for people? I mean, obviously like we're hoping things are going to turn around, but there's no telling what, you know, certain things will will look like and, you know, like, you know, so even going forward, even if it's better, you know, what do you think is your number one piece of advice? Just like, you know, a couple of months into this craziness for others. Yeah. I mean, the, the first thing is I definitely do not, like, I have felt so grateful over the last few weeks that we have been able to pivot. And that is, it's, I think it's a little bit of just luck. It's a ton of community support. It's a ton of working really, really hard, but, um, but as far as the the piece of advice, I mean, I think there is there is such a network out there for small business owners, and so I the only thing I would say is just to not do it alone, you know, because I I know like the when this first started happening, it was a huge roller coaster for me. I mean, we went from from growing this company over the last four years and being really excited about the future and really proud of it to having our revenue completely drop off in like two days, you know, and that's just like, it, it's, it's scary. It's really scary. And so, um, there are business owners that I reach out to right away. There are business owners that reach out to me right away. And I think, you know, as we were all navigating like different industries and different companies, but navigating similar things and similar decisions, I don't think any of it would have been possible doing it alone. Um, so that's, I think if, you know, there are a lot of silver linings to this and a lot of things to just kind of be appreciative of. And one of the things for me has been how willing people are to help and to offer guidance or support or just listen. Um, 
and then I've, I've, you know, tried to do that for other people too. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I would say. So what has your quarantine life been like? So let us give, give us a glimpse into your day to day. I'm waiting yeah. for my husband to walk by naked. Yeah. <laughs> he does walk, not, he walk fully clothed. He walks by many times a day. <laughs> um, yeah. To like, usually like get water, get coffee. Um, we talked about the Enneagram a minute ago. Are you guys into the Enneagram? I am. I, it, I, I don't know what it is. So it's like the numbers, sort of like astrology, but it's numbers. Oh, yeah. I think I'm a That's four. That's big in Judaism. Well, it's different than that. Oh. <laughs> You're a four. Not, numbers are big in Judaism as far as having significance, but not the Enneagram. But anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I asked because I, my husband is a Enneagram five. Um, and he's somewhat introverted. And so, um, my quarantine life has been fine. He's living his best life right now. Like he has been so, I feel like introverts of the world are just like. That's Yvonne. It's our time. Yeah. <laughs> Yvonne's yeah. hoping for another four months. Yeah. I don't really feel years. that affected. Is that yeah, you're like, I can do this all day. Yeah. She's like, she sees the groundhog and she's like, I definitely want more winter. <laughs> I like to hibernate. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. No. So our, um. My quarantine life has been, I mean, we, we also don't have kids, so we, we do have things relatively, yeah, it's, I just, I, I know we have, like, it really easy right now, I do, and so we are working a lot, and outside a lot, we're building a deck at our house, so that's been the, like, passion, quarantine passion project on evenings and weekends, yeah. Just the two of you? Mostly no. my husband, yeah, some help, <laughs> Neighbors are getting roped in to help a little bit okay. more. That's a big that. project. Yeah. Stay you don't tuned. want people to fall through. Like, no, this, it's me. already been a couple years in the making. So this could be like a 2021, 2020. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no end date official. Yeah. But we're making progress. Um, you know, we're outside a lot. We're cooking a lot. Working a lot. Zoom calls. I feel like just the um, trying to make it feel as normal, normal as we can. So are you missing interaction? Uh, more than he is like you know in person interaction yeah I am um certain things um but I I I've been hosting a lot of our skill pop anywhere classes and I think that has filled a lot of that void for me um if I was just you know finishing work at five and um and didn't have that you know even though it's online interaction I'm still chatting with um students and I'm talking to the teacher over video and so it does, um, I don't know, it's been a really nice kind of structure to have there. Um, but there are, but there are days where I'm like, oh, I just want to go, you know, go see friends, go have dinner, that kind of thing. Yeah. So if people want to support you right now, um, or take a class, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. So we are, um, you know, we're just skill pop on Instagram and then skillpop.com. We're running two classes a night on Skill Pop Anywhere. So we've got a 5 p.m. and a 7 p.m. every night of the week. They're all $20, 90 minutes. Um, and kind of like we've been talking about, I mean, I'm biased, but I think they're really fun, really fun topics and can be just a fun thing to do, you know, with friends or um, on your own or as you're at home date night. It's been fun to see how people have used them to to bond with coworkers or, um, or friends or spouses and all that. Um, so yeah, that, that's at skillpop.com. And then the number one tip I always give is just to sign up for our weekly newsletter because that's where we drop our newest classes. So uh, do people need 
um, a laptop or are people taking the classes on their phones or what, what do you guys recommend? I can you, yeah, I don't really know that platform that you mentioned. Yeah, you can, you can watch from your phone, but you'll lose some, um, some of the functions you won't be able to chat as easily. So I'd say laptop or iPad is probably recommended, uh, to get the most out of it. Okay. And couples could sign up for one. Is that, are people doing that and kind of taking them? Yeah. Like one, we're saying one, one per household. Yeah. So if you're taking it side by side, um, you can sign up for one spot. It's been really cute too. Like we've seen couples, we've seen, we got a, um, a mom reached out who's been doing the watercolor class every week with her teenage daughter. So it's been just fun to see. So do you tell people ahead of time for that? Like, you know, okay, go out and purchase these supplies or how does that work? Exactly. So when you sign up, we'll send you, um, we send you an email just with everything you need to know. So it'd be the link to the class. If there's materials, we send you recommended links for where to buy them. And we're trying to keep for any class that's hands on, we're trying to just keep it really simple. Like if you have a medium watercolor brush and paper and paint, you can take this class. Yeah. Nothing like where you have to go to like a bunch of stores or yeah, no. nothing, nothing. None great. of that. None of that. I think I want to take the watercolor one. I think you should. They're fun. They're really yeah. fun. That's more like open, you know, mm-hmm. like the cross stitch was so tiny. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Watercolor is more. Now that I know you're an Enneagram four, I feel like that might be your class. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. It does. So what, okay. what are you? You didn't say. I'm a three. Okay. I think I'm a four. Y'all have to see if you take your class, do they, does the instructor tell you which test is the best to take to find out what you are? Kind of. Um, the instructors we work with, they don't. I mean, I think most people would tell you the test. It can be wrong a lot of the time. So kind of what they say in the class is like, you should get a feel for what you are in this class. And if not, try and take the test. If not, here's a book to read. Oh, so you can actually figure it out from the class. Like you don't have to go in knowing. Yeah, it's wild. You know, people will be in that class and be like, oh, I really resonate with this. You know, he'll be talking about something specific that a six does and or that a two does. And you'll you'll start hearing like, oh, man, I feel like he's talking literally about me. This is a perfect date night one. I think everyone needs oh, to. Oh, yeah. Including people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. I'm real busy. <laughs> Well, let's let's do some foodie questions before we let you go. So when it's not quarantine time or if you're getting takeout, what are some of your favorite spots to eat and drink around town? Oh, I'll answer for both because we that has been another part of our quarantine life is trying to do takeout um, at least once a week. So we're usually doing like a Saturday night patio takeout date. Um, so far, we have we loved um, Midwood. And we live fairly close to Anisio pizza mm. and are just like obsessed with their pistachio pizza. The best. Um, Sabor is on pretty strong rotation at our house. Co-op Park Road was a takeout hit. And then the other one, okay, my newest obsession is Chilito Tacos. Okay, I haven't so had that. Yet? I think Chrissy posted about Okay, the, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. They're so good. Where is this place? So it they pop up. So I think they're like five or six months old. Okay. Um, and the backstory is that we went through a startup accelerator called Techstars in Austin, Texas. So my husband was working at the business at Scopop with me at the time. We moved to Austin for four months and fell in love with many things there. But one of them was breakfast tacos. And then we came back here and we we're like, oh, no one does breakfast tacos in Charlotte. It just doesn't exist. It's not a thing. And so this, these new guys, Cholitos, I think that's their name 
they do breakfast taco pop-ups at resident culture on Friday mornings. And they're so good. They're so good. And that's still now on Friday mornings, a thing. Yeah. You like order through Instagram, you just DM them what you want. And then they have set up this whole little drive through in the resident culture parking lot. It's pretty cool. So you don't have to worry about them running out I'm, then. I'm going on Instagram. No, because it's all pre-ordered. <laughs> <You're not> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. not I'm going to forget right it now. now. <laughs> okay. Well, that's thank you for the idea. And also you yeah. have a cheese board class, right? We do have a cheese board class. I yeah. Wanna, I want to take that too. I like, I, I fancy myself a cheese board artist, but then I see them on Instagram and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So Girl, I'm right there with you. Yeah. yeah. I've got like my rich crackers and my cheddar and I'm like, Hey, yeah. that's good to me. <laughs> I know. It's so easy to impress yourself with a cheese board of any kind. <laughs> and like, it's cheese. How can you not be right. thrilled with it? Right. Yeah. Never bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So people can find you, um, at, Am I allowed to ask another question? You can ask one more. (laughs) Okay. That's nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What's your your favorite class to teach? Well, I don't teach anything. She doesn't teach. You don't teach any of the classes anymore? I think you just were just during quarantine. No, I've never taught any classes. Oh, you were just kind of like... So, okay. So, which class would you teach or can you teach that you just, like, refuse to? Um, It's not a matter of refusing. You can pass to the others. What secret skill do I have? Okay, this is not a secret skill, but I actually think it'd be really fun to teach a class about starting a business. It's just a matter of like, is that like, I, I, I think it'd be so fun, but I don't know if I can find the time for it right now. Um, I don't know if I have really fun secret skills. I'm really good. This is actually proving to be a great quarantine skill. I am good at making a meal out of literally anything in the pantry like give me like two half full jars and like some dried up pasta in the corner and it, we're it's gonna be like a five course meal the people need that right now yeah, also, true. I think that the business one would be good too even just like talking about your idea <laughs> process so thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm thank all you. about it do you have are, are you good or do you have anything else I think I'm okay all right. <laughs> so tell us again where people can find you uh, you can follow us on Instagram at skillpop, and then everything we do is just at skillpop.com. Okay, and sign up for the newsletter and take the Enneagram class so you can get closer to your partner, even though you want to kill them in quarantine. <laughs> That's Would literally, you, uh, we should put that on the website. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for meeting with us and taking the time. I know you're busy doing the skill pops every night, so we really, really appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. And we hope to see you on the other side of and all we're, of this. Yeah. We're just glad that you we have a cool business that you started in Charlotte that has affected a lot of people around town. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you guys. This has been a lot of fun. Looking forward to meet you, meeting you both in person. Yes, absolutely. All right, Jason, play us out. Skill pop.